get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and one of our favorite guys and one of our highlight segments of the week. I hear so many people say, I love hearing Jay Delsing, and he's with us now. You can hear Jay, of course, Sunday mornings at 9 here on 101 ESPN on Golf with Jay Delsing. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning, guys. That couldn't be better. We have 12 Cardinal wins in a row. We got Blues <laughs> hockey. We got, and we have the Ryder Cup. My God, what a great weekend of sports. I was going to ask you about your day because we've already got the Ryder Cup on here in the studio. And I have to believe that even as beautiful as this Friday is going to be, that Jay Delsing is going to be taking in the Ryder Cup and then the Cardinal doubleheader. Oh, yeah, definitely. You guys, this opening the tee shot, I hit the first tee shot at the inaugural Century Classic, and I was so nervous. I can't imagine the emotion on the first tee, the first shot for the, you know, the USA at the Ryder Cup. And on U.S. soil, I mean, God, I mean, how does it get better than that? That is an experience. All right, Jay, if you were Steve Stricker, are you tempted to play Bryson, DeChambeau, and Brooks Kepka together? Is that something that you're thinking of, or are you just wanting to uh, – I know it didn't happen, but are you wanting to avoid the drama at all costs? You know what's more important, Michelle, is, is the way that the guys are playing and their, their synergy, and I just don't see those two. You know, i got to be honest. I can't stand the venue that the U.S. picked. For this Ryder Cup, I love. It's beautiful. It's a great, fun golf course to play. But it doesn't give us any home field advantage. We don't play that golf course any more than the Euros do. And every time we play on European soil, they're always playing a golf course that they know, you know, fifty percent better than us. But the Bryson Brooks thing, you know how I felt about that. I didn't get it half the time. I wasn't sure if it was a real thing or if it was just done for that Q rating and for money. And and I felt like it was more fueled by Kepka than it was by DeChambeau. And I'm not I, I'm not sold on Kepka and his attitude and everything. I hope he comes out and plays well. But guys, it's we're going to have our hands full, and whoever puts the best is going to win. You know, which is kind of per golf anyway, but uh, there's a lot to, to to break down with some of our choices and do, who who's playing and a lot of drama in there. Hey Jay, what would have been in your mind a good course to go to? Well, so I would break down the PGA Tour schedule and go to a place where our players play every year. Say like Muirfield Village, where you know where, where uh, Jack Nicklaus's golf course in in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, some place, Randy, where our tour players play every single year, and they've got dozens and dozens of rounds 
uh, on the on the course compared to the the Euros. Now, if you pick a place like, and that's not an easy choice, and I and I know there's a ton of money at stake here, right? So that's one of the reasons why they're doing it. If you pick an iconic place like Pebble Beach, it'd be fantastic place to host, but it wouldn't give us one bit of advantage because those guys have played the course as well. When mm-hmm. we played in France and got our asses handed to us, we had one player on the team ever even see the course before we stepped on on property over there. And you know what happened. It was just a disaster. The other thing too, Randy, and you probably know this, but we have massive bombers on our U.S. squad. And as long as um, Whistling Straits is, it doesn't lend itself to the bombers necessarily because a lot, even a lot of these 500-yard par fours, uh, they, they, they have run out. So some of these guys aren't even going to be able to hit driver there. Jay, which of the pairings did you like, or would you have changed any of the pairings? Oh, man. Well, I would have um, – I, I love the, the Justin Thomas um, – Jordan Spieth coming right out of the chute because you knew that Garcia and Rahm would be their first choice, too. I mean, here you have world number one for the Euros and their all-time point-getter in Garcia. Now, Garcia's game, here's the other thing you got to consider, guys. It's how can these guys, how much can they get up for this match and bring their game with them? Because Garcia hasn't been playing very well at all. And when's the last time we've seen Justin Thomas's name on the leaderboard? You know, it's been a minute as well. So I I know their emotions. I know their heart's going to be in it. But the hard thing about golf is, I mean, my golf game changes from front nine to back nine. You know, these guys, when you compile all these points over a two-plus year period, some of these players could have earned a lot of their points in that first year, year and a half, and the last six months gone kind of quiet. Dustin Johnson hasn't been playing well the last little while either guys so there's a lot of that to be considered but when Stricker and his vice captains are watching this week they're paying attention to practice and there's everybody knows who's playing well and and I gotta believe those are the guys that are you know, in in the uh, in these first morning groups, and Jay, DJ, and Morikawa take the lead. They're one up through just one hole against Casey and Hovland. I, I did look at that one though as a great meshing because DJ, obviously, like you say, he's going to bomb it. Not that Morikawa can't, but Morikawa is going to clean up from everything two hundred yards in. So you get off the tee with Morikawa as your other guy. I, I really like that the meshing of those two guys together. Oh, man, Randy, absolutely. I mean, hell, you and I could play with Morikawa and have a good chance. Yeah. I mean, the guy is so damn solid. He hits his, you know, he hits his six iron inside of what most tour players hit their pitching wedges and his dispersion. But, yeah, I love I, that one kind of jumped um, off the page with me. What I also think is great, you guys, is there's a lot of young uh, younger players playing in this Ryder Cup. You know, Morikawa's a rookie. Uh, Shoffley's a rookie. Uh, Cantlay's a rookie. I look for Cantlay to really be important in this uh, Ryder Cup for the U.S. He's got this, this steely-eyed, kind of kind of poker-faced uh, look, and he's really been playing well, got a good game to back it up. And I want both Michelle and Jay to weigh in here because Shoffley and Cantlay have developed somewhat of a bromance, apparently. And the question is what to call them. Do we call them Shoffley mm-hmm. or Cantelli or Pander or Zandrick? <laughs> I kind of like Zandrick. I think that rolls off the tongue more. 
I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, you guys take us to a different level. I like the bromance and I like, I'll, I'll go with Xander for sure. Okay, Zandrick it is. Zandrick it is. So, Jay, I mean, anytime you can put an X in somebody's name, I mean, you exactly. got to go with it, right? Great call, Jay. Absolutely. It definitely makes it more of a unique bromance name. Um, so, <laughs> so, Jay, you uh, shared with us that you didn't really love the choice of venue for the Ryder Cup. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I didn't really love, the choice of a motivational pep talk. I saw that Carson Daly was flying to Wisconsin to give Team USA a pep talk. And no disrespect to Carson, but it just doesn't feel like... Like that's the person that we need to rally the troops to go out there and represent our country. Yeah, Michelle, I, I mean, I know met Carson Daly before. He's really a cool dude. He loves golf. But I was like, wow, you know, because I know MJ's been around a lot. And you think about some of the more modern guys. I know Michael Phelps is a huge golf fan. He'll be all over that that uh, this event this week. But I thought that was curious pick too. What would what would he draw from that's going to be relevant for these guys? I was like, maybe there's something I'm missing, but I couldn't figure it out. There's only one play in this time and at this place. There's only one play, and it's Tiger throwing away the crutches. Oh, oh my God, Randy, I've been telling you this, and I, oh, I, I, really, thought, I really thought he might. Honestly, that would have been unbelievable. Wouldn't everybody get so fired up? Even if he zoomed in to do the pep talk. Or how about it's in Wisconsin. The Bucks just won the NBA championship. We just had the Olympics. So many people going out there representing their country. Simone Biles could have been a good pick. Uh, There's just so many other people that, to your point, Jay, I think could have drawn from something. But when I, I and I saw people on Twitter mocking Carson Daly for this. So, and, and no disrespect to him, I'm glad that he wants to do this job. But I just thought, of all people, Carson Daly? I know, I know. And did you see the Euros put the cheese heads on? <laughs> no, uh, that's great. That is great. So, oh, yeah. That, I mean, these guys, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at some of their uh, the advertising that they do for the European tour, but that's really super, super clever. And um, those guys putting the cheese heads on and walking around in all of their... Um, European uniforms with their cheese done was really, really good. I, I, it was really good. Guys, when I had Steve Pate on the show a while back, he played in two Ryder Cups. And you have to remember, pre-1991, these, we'd have these matches, and then both teams would get together and party together afterwards. Hmm. They don't do that anymore. No. <laughs> it's, gotten, it's gotten nasty. Jay, you mentioned the, the team that putts best is going to win, but who do you think is going to win? I think we're going to, I hate to say this, I think we're going to, we're, we're, I, I want the U.S. to win. I want them to win every single match and, and, and shut them out. But um, I just have this feeling, you know, that, that the, the course and the guys are, are going to have a real struggle. I say we're going to win, but it's really going to be close. And, and then, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we blast them. <laughs> Me too. Uh, what do we got coming up on the show on Sunday morning? Oh my gosh, we have it. It's kind of a lament. We have the, the, we kind of recap the Ascension Charity Classic in two shows. And last, we stopped last week after my first round. And the last two rounds is, you know, I told everybody to put a helmet on and off we're going to go because we're going to talk about some of the, uh, you know, I, I've never had the shanks before and I get them in this, the most 
my favorite tournament that I've ever played in. And so the experience and some of the things that were going through my mind, you guys coming down the, the last hole of the event, I've never had this thought before, but I'm looking at the people that I could hit if I don't hit this shot well. And it was just frightening. I was like, ah! <laughs> Oh man, that was, was awful. But so, it was what a great event we had, guys. It was it was tremendous, and it was great to walk with you and see you on on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I didn't want to bother you, so I was outside the ropes on Sunday. And uh, believe me, it I felt for you. But the know this. The worst that you could ever play is the best that I could ever play. <laughs> Randy, it was so cool that you came over. I was like, man, I I, I don't know. It's just so comforting. I could talk to you, and we walked a couple holes together inside the ropes, and I said, make sure you stand behind me because this <laughs> thing's going on all sorts of directions today. But it was awesome to have you out there. It was it was just you know what's you know what's interesting, you guys. I I, I was doing an interview, and I, I I'm putting stuff in my golf bag, and I look down, and I've got Ascension. I mean, this idea dawned on me. These guys didn't miss anything from having Lou Fuse as part of the uh, the car, you know, for for the for the guys to drive around for the week to having their own tees. I mean, it was it was great. It was a special event, and I and I can't wait to get Nick Ragone and Steve Spratt to let us know what the numbers are going to look like because I think it's just going to be a home run for the charities. Jay, have a great weekend. We'll be tuned in on Sunday morning and enjoy the Ryder Cup. Will do, guys. You you do the same. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. That's our buddy Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.